Hello, this is Jim Wallace, and you're listening to a special edition of The Soul of a Nation, a podcast about how our faith should shape our politics and not the other way around. You can find Soul of a Nation on iTunes, Google Play, and on sojo.net. For more news, resources, and reflections about our current public health crisis, visit sojo.net slash coronavirus. I want to speak to you today, um, really each of you today, about why this week and this weekend coming now to us is so important in our own lives, the lives of our families and friends, those we love. And I'm going to call this lament, a day to mourn. What does that mean, lament? As a verb, it means to feel, show, or express grief, sorrow, or regret, uh, to mourn deeply. As a noun, it's a crying out in grief, like wailing. Well, of course, that is about what just happened this week. Finally, and we saw it coming, the mark was reached, 100,000 American deaths to the coronavirus. And we're using a hashtag, Lament100K, Lament100K, to urge people to pause, to lament. Of course, even that sentiment falls so short. As a friend said to me, we can't abbreviate all these lives. We have to try to feel all 100,000 of them. It's 33 times the number of deaths on 9-11 And if a COVID-19 memorial were built today, it would need to be almost twice the length of the Vietnam War Memorial, the wall. So imagine 100,000 dead from COVID in just the last three months. And then you realize that most of these people have died alone without their loved ones gathered around them at their bedsides, which is what we always do. We human beings, we gather around those we love when they die. And yet that wasn't possible because of this health crisis. And so many doctors and nurses had to do that for us, standing there around the beds of those who have died. 100,000 neighbors, friends, and family, grandfathers and grandmothers, fathers and mothers, aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, even children are now all dead. From COVID-19. So it is a marker we must not pass by quickly or easily. So I want to say to you, each of you today, uh, we must stop. We must weep. We must mourn. We must honor, honor those who have died. And we must lament, which is a deeply religious term. It's a biblical term. It means, it it goes deeper even than mourning. It it means to feel and bear great grief and sorrow. And it means to reflect upon it, to reflect upon it. It's time for all of us to pray for the healing of the nation. And that must go deeper even than our horrible sickness. We must see the, 
national brokenness and signs of hope. Both we see brokenness and signs of hope. The virus has revealed it's laying bare what was already true in this country, the suffering. Our suffering has been painfully, racially disproportionate. But our healing must be in unison. To lament means more than weeping and mourning. It means also it includes regret. To ask why this happened, to understand it didn't have to be this way, that we could have been better, smarter, fairer, faster, more compassionate and just. But this is what's happened. I wanted to tell you, each of you, uh, and your families and your congregations and your communities and friends, this weekend is a moment, a time to mourn and honor and remember the dead and think about this and reflect upon what this means and how this could shape our response going forward. So the good news is somehow in just a week with just some phone calls and conversations among faith leaders, as we mark the death of 100,000 people in the U.S. from COVID-19, an unprecedented group of 100 national faith leaders across all of our lines and divisions from Christian, Jewish, and Muslim traditions representing major denominations, national faith-based organizations, local congregations, and millions of people of faith across the country are acting together. We have decided to mourn the dead and pray for the healing in our respective worship services on May 29th, that's today, Friday, the 30th, tomorrow on Saturday and Sunday, which for Christians is Pentecost Sunday. So Muslims will worship today as they always do on Friday, Jewish community on Saturday and Sunday. For us Christians, it's Pentecost Sunday. This is the Sunday when the Spirit, we remember the Spirit coming on the early disciples who were afraid and huddled in the upper room, giving them the courage to take their faith to the streets. So we've asked federal, state, and local elected officials to observe Monday, June 1st, as a national day of mourning and lament, a time marked by moments of silence, lowering of flags, interfaith vigils and prayers, the ringing of bells and civic memorials at noon, local time in every time zone across the country at noon. This unity across our faith lines and even differences within our own traditions has been amazing to see and blessed to experience. To come together in our churches, to reach out to our Jewish and Muslim friends, to appeal to our elected officials with a national hunger for a day of mourning. People around the country are feeling a hunger and to my great delight and astonishment, really, for a national day of mourning and lament is being supported by the U.S. Conference of Mayors, who represent over 1,400 mayors, cities across the country. Mayors lead in the front lines of the COVID-19 response effort and continue to model critical local leadership in this difficult time. Mayors have to make decisions, and governors do, and the governors are also joining us here. And together, interfaith leaders and mayors across the country will seek to transcend our divisions. Our vocation and all our services is remembering and honoring the dead, and that transcends politics. This will transcend our politics and unite us all across lines of religion. So I want to make a very practical call to you today. Uh, sojourners and many other churches now and faith-based organizations from all over the country are calling for two things, two things, two things. One, ask your pastors and your congregations to join. 
in this weekend's unprecedented show of unity. As mosques, synagogues, and churches acknowledge this grim milestone with a time of lament and mourning in whatever ways are best and most appropriate in their traditions. That's one. Ask your pastors, congregations to join this. Two, call on your elected officials, mayors, governors, members of Congress to acknowledge Monday, June 1st as a day of mourning and lament with interfaith clergy. Invite your pastors and local faith-based leaders to help plan. And Monday should be an amazing day. There's already, I'm aware of 50 cities that are doing this all across the country in every region of the country. And for we, I'm a Christian, and for us as Christians, following Pentecost Sunday, when the Spirit comes, welcoming the Spirit into our midst, could be a powerful moment to take our faith to the streets. That's what happened a long time ago. This time, our streets will be virtual. There won't be gatherings on Monday across the country. That isn't safe yet. That is not responsible, healthy. However, we will be gathering on the virtual streets of our nation, virtual services all across the country, and you can be part of them. I want to finish here with a paragraph or two from this call that we've made. This is not a statement to sign. Who needs more statements to sign? But rather a call to make, to share, and use together, crafted by 100-plus diverse faith leaders. Here's what it says. We will ask God to help heal our land. We will ask God to help heal our land with a moment of mourning and honoring those many who have died often without their loved ones around them. We come together both to weep and to rejoice for those lives which have been lost. We will mourn the loss of so many Americans, many known only to families and friends and co-workers and neighbors. We'll mourn family members and friends who who we've loved, worked and worshiped with, ate, played and prayed with important members of our communities, some who were on the front lines of caring for and serving others And those we pass on the street with a smile and a nod who we won't see again. By God's grace, we will mourn with families who have not been able to memorialize or mourn or properly bury their COVID dead. And our lament will honor hard truths that we have learned during this pandemic that our suffering has been unequal. Elders. The elderly have been vulnerable and alone. Black and brown neighbors have borne disproportionately both the brunt of sickness and death and now on the front lines of labor, of fighting this disease and reopening our communities. Native communities, our land's original caretakers, have been particularly hard hit as they have been so many times in the past. Asian Americans have been targeted by hateful words and actions. Our prayers for the healing of a nation must acknowledge the brokenness of our democracy, the fissures, and rededicate ourselves to repair the injustices this pandemic has revealed, even as work for the healing of those who are afflicted with the virus continues every day. Finally, the momentous and tragic 100,000 marker will not be an empty data point. It will not be an empty data point on death's grim graph. Rather, we will remember those whom we loved and pray for both healing and hope for our nation and the world. And as people 
we have borne as people and families we have borne this pandemic's cost in the lives of our loved ones and as a nation we shall honor and mourn them together as faith leaders we must help to lead our congregations communities and country in this time of grief and lament in a way that will lead us forward more united as a country to address the very real challenges we face ahead and it ends with this and we must do that together so this isn't just about the past now it's about the future and next steps what will we do how will we heal our land and do that together so this is to each of you um, as individuals families uh, members of congregations uh, all around the country uh, we have <clears throat> and this is for each of you to participate uh, individually uh, in your social media uh, uh, to to be part of this to share in this to join with congregations around the country and to join with your your mayors elected officials on monday for a day of mourning and lament all the resources you'll need are at sojo.net, S-O-J-O.net. There are prayers, uh, Jewish prayers, Muslim prayers, Christian prayers. There are there's social media posts that you can use and send to all your friends. There are all, this call is there, the whole call and all the signers. You can read it, but use it, share it with your friends on Facebook, uh, through Twitter, whatever you do in your social media, this is for you to share, to help the nation. Help all of us to mourn and lament the dead and to commit to going forward together. So sojo.net has everything you need to do this quickly and easily. And I want to just say, I hope that this, this conversation and this invitation to join can be healing also just for you. This milestone must not be quickly passed. We should stop, pause, breathe. Weep, mourn, celebrate those who have died, remember them, honor them, and let their memory take us forward. This must change us. It must make us different. I hope I hope this podcast can help you to think and remember and join with friends and reach out to those you love, and even to join with Interfaith Clergy and your mayors on Monday, June 1st, for a national day of mourning and lament. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and follow me on Twitter at Jim Wallace. And everything you need for this will be at sojo.net, S-O-J-O.net. This is Jim Wallace for the soul of the nation. God bless you.